Efrain Salak is a mild-mannered music teacher from Croatia. This man you have never heard of is quite possibly the most badass, battle-hardened motherfucker in the history of the world. He's been dropped, driven over, damn near drowned. Frayn Salak is a living version of the Final Destination movie. Most men battle their boss or their cholesterol or their in-laws. Frayn Salak battles death itself on the reg and every time death tries to jam up on his nuts, Frayn just says, try again, chief. You're about to hear the story of Frayn Salak, the world's unluckiest man. This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. Frayn Salak is not a criminal or a villain. He doesn't have a dangerous job, and he doesn't appear to have made many enemies. Except for the Grim Reaper, who has tried his best to kill Frayn through multiple decades in amazingly creative ways. Only to be foiled by Frayn, whose only claim to fame is his increasingly stubborn refusal to die. It all started in 1962, when Frayn Salak took a trip by train. The train jumped the tracks through its icy mountain route, plunging hundreds of feet into a frozen river. 17 passengers died, but Frayn managed to swim to safety, even though water is the number one cause of drowning. He suffered from hypothermia and a broken arm. He recovered comfortably at a hospital, surely grateful for his survival, probably thinking this was a one-time thing. Little did he know this was merely training camp for death, who had only begun to warm up and take practice swings in its attempt to force Frayn to stop breathing. A year later, Frayn Salak booked a last-minute flight to see his mom, who was in poor health. This was his first time in an airplane. And because it was a hurried booking, he was forced into a tiny seat at the back of the plane, near the exit door. He was lucky to even get on the flight. The flight was uneventful. Passengers were drinking tea, Old Frayn was worried about his mom until suddenly, both engines stopped. The plane nosed downward at a frightening angle. The cabin lost pressure, exploding the exit door beside him, sucking out a sweet and innocent flight attendant first, closely followed by Frayn, who found himself falling to the ground about 20,000 feet up. The plane crashed into a mountain, killing both pilots, all the passengers, and the flight attendant who had exited the blown outdoor first in a most hurried way, who Frayn watched burst like a garbage bag filled with vegetable soup upon impact with the ground. 
just moments before he himself landed gently into a haystack in the middle of a lovely Croatian farm. Much like a small child slipping into sweet slumber during a summer shower. Uninjured and the only survivor. This was about the time that our hero said fuck that to traveling by train and air. One part of this story, and one that we won't revisit, is that Frayn shot one of his testicles off while demonstrating to his kid how to care for a gun. The reason we don't include this story is because it's not a deadly accident, and Frayn has big brass balls that you already know could survive a bullet wound. Frayn Salak soon shows a safer mode of transportation, but in 1966, found that trains aren't the only thing that can plunge into an icy river. As the bus he was riding in blew through a guardrail, took a swan dive into some completely different body of water in an accident that killed four people and left Frayn swimming for shore with cuts and bruises and hypothermia for the second time. But let's face it, he was used to it by now. Most people would immediately move to a place with less lakes or a live, work, play community where one could just walk to anywhere they needed to go. But Frayn, who was starting to get too old for this shit, nursed his wounds and drank some hot cocoa and decided to try and live his life even though mother nature was definitely trying to murder him tired or perhaps terrified of public transport in 1970 he bought a car while driving to work his engine caught fire with flames shooting out beneath the hood obstructing his view and scaring the shit out of commuters, just trying to get the fuck out of the way. And then Frayn leapt from the car, moments before the flames reached the gas tank and he watched in horror as his brand new car exploded. Frayn laid upon the busy freeway uninjured. He then bought his second new car. This time the engine, it caught fire again, but instead of flames beneath the hood, the car shot flames through the air conditioning vents directly onto Frayne himself. He was driving a car that was shooting fire specifically onto his face and skin, but still driving normally. Frayn drove this 55-mile-per-hour Ford flamethrower until his hair caught on fire. Then he jumped out of that car, too. Suffering burns all over his body, he did the stop, drop, and roll thing that they teach kids about in grade school, and yes, he survived. But his hair never grew back. His friends started calling him by his new nickname. Lucky. Over a long enough timeline, 
a human's life expectancy always drops to zero. I'd like to imagine the Grim Reaper devilishly drawing up sophisticated plans to kill Frame Salak. And like Wile E. Coyote, always failing because of some bullshit rocket from the Acme Company. Or maybe death operates like you and I might order a pizza. Somebody in the freak accident department at the Afterlife's murder store picks up a phone to order another fatal kick in the balls for Frayne Salak, only to be thwarted by an inept dead ex delivery driver that sends it to the wrong address. Despite the hows and whys regarding this Croatian Homer Simpson's repeated brushes with drowning, falling, and fire, for some inexplicable reason, 22 years passed without a single near-death experience for our hero until he decided to take a leisurely walk in downtown Sarajevo and was run over by a bus. He narrowly missed falling under the wheels of the bus go round and round and survived with a concussion. By now, he was pretty tired of playing seven minutes in heaven with death. This was when his third wife left him, because what woman wants to put up with this bullshit? Fucking frame, right? It's always about him, always nagging about his concussions and broken arms and hypothermia and falling from a plane into a goddamn haystack. What about her needs, you selfish prick? Frayne was now an elderly man, out of shape, in his waning years, despite the multiple attempts on his life by a homicidal public transportation system, and our hero, the Bruce Willis, in the Eastern European version of Unbreakable, bought another friggin' car. As he was driving through a beautiful mountain pass that he should definitely have lived very far away from, an oncoming United Nations bus swerved into his lane. That's right, basically a bus driven by the entire world tried to murder him, causing Frayne Salak to plunge through a crash barrier and plummet off of a 300-foot cliff. He survived by jumping out of his own car for the third time in his life, watching as his car disappeared into the gorge with a fiery explosion, which for Frayne was just a normal Wednesday. He was found an hour later, halfway down the cliff face, sitting in a tree. After this incident, he told a local newspaper that his friends were hesitant to get in a vehicle with him or even be near him at all. Quote, there came a stage when I was lucky to have any friends at all. Many stopped seeing me, saying I was bad karma. One of his neighbors said this, quote, Put it like this, if I heard Frayne had booked a flight or a train, I would cancel. 
train Salak has now learned that he can't ride on a train, fly in a plane, ride on a bus, drive a car, or walk without nearly shaking hands with Jesus. In 2003, at the age of 74, Frain reflected upon his life. He'd now been divorced four times, survived multiple deadly accidents, and probably believed that the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was a horror flick. Every insurance company on the planet hated him. Frail but overweight, large and ungainly but delicate, like many of our older generations are and, and as we ourselves might one day become. Frayne Salak bought his first lottery ticket in 40 years and won a million dollars. Quote, I'm gonna enjoy my life now, he said. I feel like I've been reborn. I know God was watching over me all these years. He told reporters that he planned to buy a house, a car, and a speedboat, which sounds like there might be another story coming in the near future. And he planned to marry his girlfriend. Frayne Salak, well, he's still alive today, in his 90s. He's enjoyed a bit of fame and popularity and was hired to star in a TV commercial for Doritos. He accepted the job, but then changed his mind because he didn't want to fly to Australia for the filming. He said he didn't want to press his luck. The dumb person with terrible ideas in this story is not Frayne Salak. It's the Grim Reaper, who kept a raging murder boner for Frayne Salak for decades, only to fail time and time again. It appears that death and Frayne have reached a gentleman's agreement, a truce, if you will. As of this moment, there have been no further attempts on his life by the universe. Thanks for listening to episode eight of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas on Frayne Salak, the world's unluckiest man. This podcast is produced and performed by Eric Gray. Hey, I got a website. Check it out if you like. EricExplains.com. That's E-R-I-C explains.com. If you like the podcast, I'd love for you to share it with your friends through social media and feel free to review it on the platform you're listening to it now on. And if you got better things to do, hey, don't worry about it. We all got priorities, Chief. I get it. Another episode on the way. See you soon. Thanks.